I didn't call myself an actress for years and years and years. The first time I called myself an actor was, you know, in 2017, after Wonder Woman came out. I felt like, okay, I'm not faking it anymore. I took the reins that the universe had given me, and I just started to navigate my life with it. You're listening to Skip Intro with me, Krista Smith. I'll never forget the first time I was introduced to Gal Gadot. It was when I was working at Vanity Fair back in 2007, right before her breakout role as Giselle in the fourth Fast and Furious film. Gal's journey to international stardom has always amazed me. She got her start after being crowned Miss Israel in 2004, but quickly realized that the pageant world was not for her. Instead, after serving in the Israeli army, Gal considered studying law and international relations before discovering her passion for acting. After being introduced onto the global stage with Fast and Furious, Gal began to carve out a space for herself in the action genre. Then, in 2017, she rocked the world with her powerful and humanizing portrayal of Diana Prince in Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman. These days, you can find her wearing many hats, including actor, producer, entrepreneur, and mom. I had the pleasure of sitting down in person with Gal to talk about her latest film, Heart of Stone, which she stars in and produced with her husband through their company, Pilot Wave. It was great to get a chance to catch up, and I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation as much as I did having it. Jack, this is Nine of Hearts. Urgent forecast required. Nine, we have your position in a full overview. Projecting forward now. The MI6 team won't get down the mountain in time. The heart gives a 93% chance that Parker will die and Mulvaney will get away unless the charter intervenes. I'm gonna need a parachute. Okay. 50 meters away over the handrail to your right. And don't blow your cover. On it. Good to see you, This movie is so fun and heart of stone. It's so great to see you. I always love seeing you on screen. Thank Um, you. You're immensely watchable, but you know that already. But what I loved about Heart of Stone, I'm an action person. I love action films anyway, but I just really appreciated this film for taking, um, watching us follow a woman through the whole movie and also having other women basically propel different stories that are all woven together. So I think, like, first of all, I just want to say that made added another level to just, like, kind of a really fun, traditional, complicated spy thriller, right? So kudos to you on that. Thank you so much. Um, and for you, it was really... A, a, there's three things I want to talk about. One, it's very emotional. Uh, it's very physical. And you were also a producer on this. Right. So how did all of that stuff... Uh, happen on any given day? Uh, (laughs) So I'll I'll start from the very beginning. I'm such a big fan of this genre. I mean, Mission, Bond, Born Identity, Die Hard, all these films I can devour. I love them so much. And I always, like, the little, little, little girl in me always wanted to play one. I think that after the success that we've experienced with with Wonder Woman, I kind of had of a aha moment. I was like, wait a second, men can also go and like there's audience for it. There's 
And so Yaron, my husband and partner, and I were like, let's just do it. We've got nothing to lose. Let's just start and develop one ourselves. So, and so we did, and we've collaborated with David Allison, Skydance, uh, who are doing all of the missions. And um, we brought Greg Rocca, who is really good writer, uh, screenplay writer in this genre, and he writes comic books as well, like, and he gathered a writer's room, and we just started to flash out the universe, because this is not based on anything. Like, it was just like, we had to build this ground up, and it was just an enlightening, educating, eye-opening experience to go through all of this, to flash out the set pieces, the characters, their dynamic, the why, the concept of the heart, the charter, what is it? Like, there was so much. And just being here and talking about the film with you right now, just, you know, the, the, it's, it's a big, uh, big satisfaction uh, that I'm feeling right now. But yes, it was just so, so during the development part, you're doing development, 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 development. Then you're doing, you know, once you have the, once you have the script and you have the director, we brought Tom Harper, uh, also someone that had not much, he didn't have much experience within this, you know, big action films. Um, but I've watched a beautiful, um, like art film that he did with Jesse Buckley called Wild Rose. And it was so character driven. And what was so important for me with Heart of Stone was I knew the action was going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be there. Um, but I wanted to make sure that the character dynamic and who Rachel Stone is, is gonna, like, I wanted to make sure we tell the story through her prism at all times. And so we brought him in, and he's incredible, and he's super, like, character-driven. Um, and so when you do it, so, so there's the whole part of the development, then there's the whole part of the pre-production, but once we're on production, I'm putting my actress hat and I change it to the producer hat only if, you know, in, 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 in very important junctions. Uh, but most of the time, I'm just focusing on the story and the character and what we're doing. Um, and that was it. And then, and, then, and then we went on and we filmed the movie all around the world. It was insane. <laughs> so what's your favorite part about the whole process, now being able to talk about it since it's finished? Um, I feel like now I'm like, because there's one thing talking about the movie if you don't like it. That happens sometimes too. But if I'm, I'm happy with the movie, and so I'm so happy to sit down and talk to you about the process and how we got here. Uh, so yes, it's delightful now to be able, after all the work and all the sweat and all the everything that was done, to be able to talk to you about it. It's great. <laughs> How is the dynamic for you and your husband working together? And it just in the development and then the, you know, on set. I know you have three kids. You have a fam robust family life as well. How is it to kind of uh, deal with that professional relationship? It's great. It's great. I think that once Yaron and I decided it's. It's okay, we agree to disagree, it's fine. Everyone can ha are entitled to have their own opinions and that kind of releases all the tension, you know what I mean? There's democracy, mm -hmm. there's, you know, yeah. it's fine. But as far as working together, Yaron and I are the type of 
couple that is spending most of their time together, like if we're not working, if we're not on project, like that, uh, you know, we'll talk on the phone for 10 times a day. Like we're that, we're very involved in each other's lives to begin with. And that's always has been the case. So for us, it was kind of a very organic evolution to just join forces and work together. There's no one else I can trust more than I do, um, you know, Yaron, with Yaron. And, um, and he's so, and he brings so much to the table. I mean, he's so smart. Um, he's so, it's funny, there's like one line that when journalists, they ask me about this, this line, it's a line that Yaron brought to the script. You know, it was like everyone are talking and blah, 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 and then he has those moments where he can just nail, you know, um, nail it. And anyway, he's amazing with, with people. He's talented, he's smart, he's a good strategic, like he's, he's just wonderful. And I'm very lucky to be able to work with him. That's amazing. I love, I love to hear that, and I Thank think it's you. great. It, Thank it's you. It's nice to kind of expand into different areas with your partner. Yeah. Um, all right, this cast is incredible, too. Let's, we, we have to shout out Jamie Dornan, Alia Bhatt, Matias. I know I'm going to mispronounce his last name. Yes, he's, me too. It's yeah. inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> but he's so good. I really, uh, and he's such Sophia a... Canetto. He's so Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. She's amazing. Already, like, great, great All cast. of them. And there is one particular scene, and everyone's great, by the way, and I love the way it's equal participation, too. It's just, it feels like a true ensemble as we follow you through this film and layers get peeled away. And I love the fantastic, like we never heard of the charter or the, or the heart, but we've heard of MI6. So it plants yeah. us in reality with right. this extended universe, which I thought was, was really genius. Thank you. Uh, but let's talk, I have to talk about a couple of the scenes. And I know you trained as a dancer for a long time. And obviously with Wonder Woman, it's not like this is a new um, experience for you, this kind of combat. But the stuff that you did in the apartment was extraordinary. Just how many days did it take to shoot that? And it was like a choreographed ballet almost. Thank you. Wow, thank you so much, my dear. I can't tell you off the top of my head, but it's, it, it's been, that's the part that I enjoy. Like, uh, there's other stuff that I have to do in action that are, I don't enjoy as much. The rig work, the running, the jumping off, uh, that I don't like as much. Fighting and doing the hand-to-hand -hand combat, I really like, and it's exactly that. I think because I was a dancer, I can kind of dial in quite quickly for, you know, into the choreographies. And it's just another, like, it's a, a dancer get to express herself on the stage with, and the only tool that she has is her body. And I feel like that's the, the same goes when we do these uh, fights. Um, yeah, and I just really enjoy it. That's the one part that I do and I feel in control. So how much of the blood and the bruising was your own? And how much was makeup? <laughs> I didn't have much blood. I had plenty bruises, plenty bruises. Like I remember, Someone looked at me weird. I was, it was a Sunday, and I was walking with the girls in the park in London, and I was wearing, I, I was tired, just don't judge me. I was wearing like a summer dress, completely oblivion by the fact that like my legs and my back is completely bruised. 
And I go with my daughters for a walk in the park, and people were looking at me weirdly as if something was, you know, off, because it was. There was so many bruises. But it's inevitable, you know. I have many different injuries from the different movies that I played those physical roles. I have two neck herniations, two back herniations. It's part of the job, unfortunately. But yes, we, we, it was very contained, the way that we did it. There wasn't much blood, but there were many bruises, for sure. Mm. Um, and I also loved the way you all chose to end this film. It was like complicated and it was a struggle. And I just thought that is a really, I just love that. In my mind, it was like, that's such a female point of view. I love it. You Thank know? you. <laughs> Thank you, Krita. Like she's, she's gonna go to the bitter end. It was great. So. Yeah, and we had really Greg Rocca and we brought on Alison Schroeder uh, who wrote Hidden Figures and she's just, you know, the, the the work that both of them brought to the table was 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 great, and it was important for all of us not to go out and shoot the film before we had a finished script, because if it's not in the script, it's never gonna make it to the movie. Um, but I think that also Allison brought a lot uh, of that female point of view to the to the movie. You mentioned Wonder Woman and you mentioned your daughters. Have they seen it or are they aware of it? Wonder Woman and oh. and that their mom was Wonder Woman and kind of... I mean, Daniela, no, she's two, uh, so she has no idea. But uh, Maya and Alma, they were both, they were both, they even made, uh, you know, we got them into the movie, you know, we got them into a, one of the scenes in the movie on Wonder Woman 2. Um, they're very much part of it. They take pride of it. Patty and I are super close. Our family are very, are very close. Um, and we, and Wonder Woman is something that is very much alive in, in the household. Um, my, uh, my six-year-old, um, that was like last year, it was the movie of the year. Like whenever I'm like, what movie do you want to watch? You would say Wonder Woman, <laughs> like all the time. And you know, with these type of movies, Heart of Stone, Wonder Woman, none of them, unfortunately, is being shot in LA. So whenever, and we're based here, so whenever we have a big project, we have to move and they have to change schools and they pay a price to what I do as well. And we make sure to include them in the experience so they feel like they're a part of it. So they'll come to set, they'll hand out sides, they'll come to visit, they'll, we'll host dinners with the cast, with the, you know, with the crew, and, and they're very much a part of it. So it's not just that they're proud of it, but they're always, they're also feel like it's theirs as well, mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with the Linda Carter Wonder Woman series, television series. Linda. So, and the, her cameo, and the, I mean, it's just was like such a great moment to to Thank see her. You. But I think about how what a giant impact that had that film. Uh, I just for for all of us Gen Xers uh, and all the new Gen Zers and the, whatever the Gens we don't even know yet. But what was amazing <laughs> was taking my two sons to see that movie. Wow! And it was I can't put into words like that feeling and I'm jaded and I've been I've been in Hollywood for years but it was just such a, a exceptional experience and I, I have to say it's a, a vulnerable moment for me but I will share it um, 
for uh, Mother's Day, my son ordered on his own uh, a little Wonder Woman figurine and um, put my face, like took a copy and glued like my a little paper face <laughs> under one, and it hangs on our bookshelf and it's like, Oh, it was everything because as a mom, How you have so much. You have so much guilt. He did it. Um, it's an older one. He was probably I don't know, like right when it came out. So when yeah. it came out, the first one. Yeah, the um, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. It was just like such a moment. You, it you have my guilt too. Of course, I have guilt because I am a I'm a working mom, mom and yeah. I have kids and I can't be everywhere and my job's demanding. How many kids do you have? Two, two boys. Two boys. So my job's demanding and yeah, it was just like. But there, I tell you that story to, to say, like, it's not just a movie. Yeah. It's not just a cartoon character come to life or a comic book Ooh, character. Just got me, it's a bigger, it, 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 it had such a bigger blast radius. And I hope that, I don't know what's going on with, with the third. The but I will, just, yes, I will just say, <laughs> they better do a third, and you better be in it. So oh, I'm just going to put you. that out there Thank in you the so universe. Much. All right, so let's go back to kind of the beginning. I remember is when I was at Vanity Fair and I got a call, I feel like it was from either a, a agent or a manager or someone in the, in the business. And I would do this a lot. They'd call them go-sees and there'd be some a new person in town or someone that just- How I taking those go-sees, yes, by exactly. the way. Now if we're like opening up. <laughs> right, right, well, just yeah. when you're, actors are starting and a lot of actors do? would come through and, and, and they would either gauge my opinion and what I thought and we would have great conversations. So I always was very flattered that, that most actors really were um, relieved because uh, I made them feel very comfortable. We just had a conversation. But I distinctly remember you coming in <laughs> and you had been on a call back. So this must have been like 2008, seven or something like that. And I had never seen legs that long in my life. And you had basically <laughs> a white men's shirt on and you came walking down the hallway of Vanity Fair, came in my office and was like, oh my God. And I bet it, I didn't know what to wear. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> this is like Vanity Fair <laughs> I'm meeting with. And I was like 23, 20. Yeah, you were young and you're uh, just from, and we talked about your um, stint, because I obviously asked about the, you know, your service in the Israeli army and the way you talked about it with, you know, started as a model and then you went in as right. a, you know, all the conversation. And it was about your second or third audition or something for mm -hmm. the Fast series. And, and Vin and I had, have, our old old friends, pre-fame, you know, always a fan of Vins. I lived in New York after after school, um, and I had seen his film Multifacial at yeah, Sundance, that's and that's how we connected film, yeah. and whatnot. So, uh, but anyway, I remember calling and being like, "Are you kidding? She's not auditioning another second. And then look at you I now. I know Chris in my career. <laughs> that's the truth. I'll that's take it. The truth. She's but, too humble. Um, She's but, too humble. <laughs> But it is amazing to think about that. I just, it's so incredible. And that Fast series, just what it's done, what Vin has been able to do with it, the way he cast internationally, the first person to kind of lean into that diversity yeah, and bring these other faces to the screen, bring to a giant franchise. And then for you just to come in in 10 with that cameo. So, oh my God, yeah, what a, what a full cycle. Yeah, I would love to hear you talk about your own experience, um, kind of going from that, you know, kind of what you learned just in that, you know, decade plus basically from there until launching your own franchise, right? Being the lead number one on the call sheet and all of that stuff. You say that and you know, it's funny in life, there's not many moments where you stop and you're like, reminisce about where it all started and where you're at now. 
um, how do I begin? I, I remember my beginning in Hollywood being very, we pro I probably told you that, but I never planned on becoming an actress. It's not like I had tools and I went to acting school and like I had the dream in me. So like I had the hunger, like I was like a deer, <laughs> like a deer in the middle of the night with the lights. I forgot how to say this line, but like, and I just, went for it because of the experience, because like how many times in life will you ever have the opportunity to do these things? And I was actually going to university and I studied law and international relationship. Like, thank God, universe for showing me the way. Um, but I remember coming to do the audition for Fast and I couldn't eat all day. I remember there were like eight girls. They put us all in one small room. I couldn't stay in the, like on the, at Universal, I think it was. And I could not be with them. It was such bad energy because everyone was so competitive. And I'm like, I came in and I was like, hello, nice to meet you. I'm got, nice to meet you. I'm got, and everyone were like, you know, what, you know, don't do that. Weirdo. So anyway, I went downstairs and I was just waiting for my audition. And it was the second time I did that. And uh, I saw Vin and it, he's just so warm. And he, and I remembered him from Fast and Furious 1 and all of that. Uh, and with, with his very distinctive voice and everything. And he made me feel super comfortable and I did the audition with Justin Lean the director back then, and I got the part. And, and I was, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, not to say I never dreamt that it's gonna become a career. Like it was kind of, I was too naive and too green and too young to understand anything. I think that the moment when it clicked, when I was like, this is what I'm gonna, I, I didn't call myself an actress for years and years and years. The first time I called myself an actor, was, you know, at 2017, after Wonder Woman came out. I felt like, okay, I'm not faking it anymore. You know, it's like, and I think that from there, it's been, from 2017, it's just been, I took the reins from, that the universe had given me, and I just started to navigate my life with it. You know, we moved here. I knew that's what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do more of it. We started our production company, Pilot Wave. We, it was just like, okay, let's be mindful of it and let's just go for it. Like, enough with the being, you know, oblivion gal that now I get it. I understand it's been, few years for me that I already worked in the industry, so I started to understand how things were working and the dynamics, and and here we are. <laughs> wow, and how many projects do you have on the horizon, too? I mean, I know Snow White, um, right? And, and We have Snow White this year coming out. Uh, we have a project I'm probably gonna, sh can talk about, but I'm gonna shoot in the fall if everything goes well with all the strikes and everything, but it's it's, a lot. We're working on Cleopatra and Hedy Lamar and another, and a few more projects with different studios. And they will be the other projects that hopefully will come along um, for just like uh, actress for hire. But I really enjoy the fact that I can develop 
that I can fall in love with an idea and start working on it and see if we can bring it to something that we all fall in love with, you know? it's. I love Hedy Lamar. You know, my dad was a scientist, so really? I always knew about Hedy Lamar because she was an—I mean, one of the most gorgeous faces of old Hollywood that there ever was. Yeah, uh, and also a brilliant mind. Brilliant. Oh, I hope so you brilliant. get that one off the ground. Thank you. And I hope that Thank goes. you. We have some very, very special scripts. Uh, but yeah, slowly and surely. Okay, so my team really wants me to ask you about the mac and cheese. Apparently you have a mac and cheese line. Yes, good olds. Good <laughs> olds. It, it's, it's, How did it's that come lunch? Now I'm hungry. Yeah. How did that come to be? I always loved mac and cheese to an extent that when I was living in Israel as a kid and my aunt and uncle would come from America, they would the gift that I would get every time would be a backpack filled with boxes of mac and cheese. That's how much I love mac like and Kraft cheese. Like Kraft mac and cheese, like, yeah. oh my God. Um, shit, shit, shit. I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> you, can, yeah. you can swear. Anyway, uh, we met this amazing CEO that worked for a company and they offered, you know, to do something together. And back then, the comp like, I didn't like the product. But we kept on talking and she just asked me like, so what do you like? What things do you like? What are you blah, blah, blah. like, you know, from, from athleisure to da da da. And I mentioned, I love mac and cheese. And it's such, a, it's such a shame that it's like such a guilty pleasure. You know, I don't get to eat it much. And probably without knowing, I planted a seed. She sold the other company and moved on. And during COVID, um, she, reached out to Yaron and I, and she said, do you want to go for this mac and cheese, but we'll make it better so there's no guilt? And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Can you even do that? She's like, no one changed the recipe for the best, I don't know how many dozens of years. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Okay, we started working on it. Um, and and Goodles was born, and it's just so joyful, so delicious, and creamy, and, and now I'm hungry. And we're going strong. We're selling like, I can't believe it. That's the thing. There's al always the little girl in me from Israel, from the very small <laughs> city that is like, I'm selling in Target and Whole Food and like all these places and Costco. How could that be? Like people are talking to me about where can they get goodles. Um, so it's been incredible. And I'm so happy we went for it. It's also not like the obvious thing to go for. It's not like makeup or lingerie or athleisure or whatnot. It's like mac and cheese. And it's I good know, for we're, you. All, we're all obsessed with it. We're all gonna have to go get it and, and make <laughs> yes, it. Yes, we're all I talking about it yeah, as a team. Yeah, I should have got you some. Like, it's so good. Um, all right, you've, you've famously talked about your unique I see it as a unique relationship with fame. Like when you were coming up as a model and you were Miss, you know, in Miss Israel, you kind of like sabotage, you realize like, this is not for me. And you like got out of it very quickly. Totally. And then you find yourself in the, in the business of fame. So mm -hmm. how is that for you to navigate? Uh, like when you're walking in the park with, in London, like when people come up to you, uh, I imagine it's, I it's a lot. I really be try to normalize everything. I try to, I, whenever I don't have to have security, I try not to have security. Whenever I don't need to have, you know, it's, when you have children, you become much more aware about the life you want to give them and the standards you want them to have. I don't want them to feel like 
they're super important and there's people protecting them. Like, no, want them to have like carefree life to feel like they can run in the park and go with mom with Ima to have ice cream. You know what I mean? So of course, sometimes we have to be, you know, we have to have blah, blah, blah. But I just try to normalize everything. I'll go to the supermarket. I go to the supermarket here when I have time. I cook all the time at home. We, we're like the open home. We'll always have people, neighbors, whatnot, coming to our house. I, we love to host. We love people. Uh, we probably miss it a lot from Israel. Uh, you know, all of our families, friends are back in Israel. And here you want to create your own sweet pocket of community. And that's our way through food, through gatherings. And I kind of ma try to make everything like normal. Mm. I don't know how to yeah, define no, it differently. <laughs> All right. So on every podcast, I, every season, I ask the guests one question. So this question, and you're the first person that's getting this because you're top of the new season. Yay. What is your hobby outside of work? Like hobby, okay? So either cooking or training. I'm at the phase where I really enjoy it now, which is great. Sometimes I'm not there. <laughs> cooking, training, or like, that's so superficial, but like go on web and look for fashion stuff, like to buy clothes and shoes yeah. and bags. Yeah. and Online shopping, I love yeah, it. Online, online shopping. What's your best dish? Like oh, if I were to come over tonight, what would you do? Like I'll make you like a nice osobuku with like delicious mashed potatoes and beautiful salads. I love salads. Like I can eat just salads or fish. What are you into? Fish, you I eat it all. I, I can't eat, um, the only thing I don't eat is shrimp because I'm allergic. Oh no, I'm so hungry. It's like from the mac and cheese to yeah. the, and I'll make you some good old stew. Great to see you, congratulations. It's I'm so, so proud nice of you. It sounds so you. cheesy to say, but Thank you, know. you so much for being so kind. Heart of Stone is streaming now on Netflix. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Krista Smith, your host and creator of the show. Skip Intro is produced and edited by Isabel Arricchio and engineered by Dave Corwin. Special thanks to our coordinator, Alyssa Hillman. Please subscribe, rate, and review Skip Intro wherever you've been listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Krista Smith. If you enjoy the podcast, please go to NetflixQ.com for more. That's NetflixQueUE.com. 